Hey, welcome to Coffee with Kim. <clears throat> Pardon my voice again. <laughs> um, allergies have hit badly again. I don't know if it's the rain we're having here on the East Coast or what it is, but I'm with you. I'm here. I'm drinking my coffee, spending time in the Word of God with you, and just so excited um, to share with you some things today. Um, so I always talk about my coffee because, you know, a good cup of coffee pairs perfectly with the Word of God. And I am drinking Twin Valley Coffee today, um, their Nicaragua blend, which is smooth and has a caramel uh, medium roast to it. Um, and I do love all their coffees that they are um, uh, fair trade coffees, direct trade. These uh, They brew them and um, there's such an amazing... Um, flavor and just, I just love their coffee. I can't say enough. If you haven't had their iced toddy, you need to fly down there and get one because it's the most amazing thing you'll ever experience. And thank you to my sister-in-law, Sherry, for introducing me to Twin Valley Coffee. It has been a godsend. <laughs> awesome. So good morning. It is Friday. And this is day um, 11, if you are following us on One Day Legacy in the Summer and the Psalms. We're doing our readings and journalings and prayings a little different for uh, June. I do this every year in June. I spend the whole month in Psalms. And um, I, you know, some of you probably got your email already this morning. You should get emails every morning around 8 a.m. East Coast time if you're doing the Summer and the Psalm with me. Um, but God had given me the acronym PRAY since I'm involved in a prayer ministry. And when I'm reading, especially Psalms, I'm looking, where's the prayer? R, where's the relationship? A, where's the attribute of God? What's the attribute of Jesus? The attribute of the Holy Spirit. And then why? Yes. Where am I to surrender? Where am I to say yes to a command? Where am I to say yes? And I love um, the book of Psalms because it's so powerful in how we relate to God in, through worship and prayer. And I think it was Billy Graham who said that reading the Psalms teaches us how to talk to God and it teaches us how to worship. It increases our prayer vocabulary and we gain understanding and we appreciate the character, the quality and the leadership of God. So the whole way through, as I'm reading this with you guys, that's what I'm thinking. The leadership of God is just mind blowing and how much we can trust him with everything that's going on. You know, I just... How do you not surrender to a God like this? How do you not surrender? And so in Psalm 30, uh, Psalm 51, this, so today's reading is Psalm 51 through Psalm 55. And um, as you've been reading through that, where do you see prayers in these chapters? So the whole way through, especially 51, you're seeing uh, forgiveness. You're begging for forgiveness. You're seeing what that leads to, that when I walk in forgiveness, when I'm asking God to forgive me for things that I have done, when I repent, when I when I turn towards him, he shows his great mercy towards us. And it's only, I wrote down, when I run to you in repentance, you, you show your gracious mercy. It's only you that I can run to, and it's only you that I have sinned against. And it really hurts our relationship. And I'm so sorry because you desire for me to walk in integrity. So purify me, create in me a clean heart, a heart after you restore me, sustain me. You know, this is Psalm 51 and he, David would have written this Psalm, as many of you know, after he failed morally um, with Bathsheba and after he failed morally with, you know, 
in his life and the result was sin produces death and his his eldest son died and just you know many of us have lost loved ones and lost things not many of us have lost it you know because of <laughs> sin issues i mean like david did but in the midst of all that turmoil in his life he ran to jesus and he could have not he could have just said well that's too bad you know but the first thing he did when you read his story in the old testament is he went to the threshing room floor where stuff is beaten out of you <laughs> where the, the chaff is left broken and on the floor and and this is where he received his forgiveness and so when i read psalm 51 i really just 17 the verse 17 the, the sacrifice pleasing to god is a broken spirit you will not despise a broken and humbled heart and brokenness precedes blessing. Um, I think I said this the other day. And as we've been, as our church has been studying um, Genesis, that if you don't walk with a limp, it's hard to trust you because those of us who have been broken have had brokenness happen um, for, for me, myself, just the things and the tragedy that's happened in the past two years, you walk differently. And I never would have thought God would have used murder and death to produce an even more um, broken spirit before him, but a hunger for him at the same time. But it's how he uses things of the world to bring us closer to him. And so brokenness precedes blessing. And, you know, when you're crying out for a clean heart and a pure heart, God's going to do that. It just might not be how you think it should be done or how you want it to be done. And I just want to encourage you guys with that today. Like um, I've been through many, many things and I remember crying out for this, um, wow, like it's going to date me, but probably 20 years ago and just sitting in a church and thinking, God, is this it? Like, is this what it is? Every week you just show up and is this it? And I want so much more. And I was hungry. And um, I remember crying out for a clean heart. And it's amazing. <laughs> After I started praying that, I literally went through pneumonia and was really in bad shape and couldn't breathe, couldn't, you know, felt like I was dying. The doctor prescribed medicine for me that caused my heart to literally feel like I was going into an overdose. And I remember um, my brother had called me and I said, something's wrong. He said, you're overdosing. I'll be right there. Now he lived almost a half hour away. He was at my house within like five minutes. It was crazy. It was such a God thing. And, and, um, you know, he, he had me drink milk. I know it sounds crazy, but for some reason, these medicines, the doctor had me taking literally my body couldn't handle it. And so he got me to the pharmacist and said, here's what she's taking. And he said, they should have never prescribed this for you. It's crazy. And so then at the same time, my mom and dad were in North Carolina and this person sat down at their booth and said to her, said to my mom, the enemy is trying to take out your daughter again. And she looked and her and my dad just started praying and this person disappeared. So I know it was an angel. And um, fast forward like a month later, I'm, you know, I'm walking and healed. The pneumonia has gone. And I knew like I felt like I was having a heart attack. I felt like God was doing something. And I had this um, amazing man, Dale Mast, many of you probably know him, pulled me out. And this was early before I even started leading worship or teaching or anything. And he pulled me out of the audience and was like, I know this sounds really crazy because you're young, but I feel like God is telling me you've had a heart attack. And he literally is saying, you cr were cr praying and crying out for a, a new heart. And God literally did that. What the enemy meant for destruction on you, God took it and actually created a new heart 
in you and it's his heart. And I can genuinely tell you from that time on, my heart has only been for God. Like anything lesser than Jesus just won't do. And so when I read Psalm 51, I read it very soberly because I know what has happened. I know what's happened in my life and how God will take things the enemy is trying for destruction and 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 things to take us out. And he has death threats against us. But if we walk in a broken spirit before God, if we walk humbly before our Lord, the promise is when you get to Psalm 52, I will be like a flourishing olive tree in the house of God. I will trust in his faithful love forever. I will praise him forever. I will put my hope in his name for he is good forever. Like this is who our God is. And yes, I know that's a crazy, amazing testimony and it, and it physically happened and spiritually happened at the same time, but it happened so that I could be here today with you to say, this is who we serve. This is the God that we serve, that when the enemy is throwing this stuff at us, God is going to take it and use it as long as we trust in him, as long as we trust in his leadership and what he is doing. We don't get to dictate what the wilderness looks like. We don't get to dictate what the blessing looks like. We're just supposed to be at his feet in this place of a broken spirit and a a humble heart before him saying, God, whatever you want. And I remember praying those prayers. I'll go wherever you want me to, Lord. I'll, I'll talk to whoever you want me to talk to. And never did I think it would start with almost death of my life first. But God used that to bring me to this awakened place with him. And it literally launched um, worship in my life. Like I've like, I'm the least of these with worship. I I know that. Like I I know that. But I've opened my heart to him and he fills me with music. He fills me with his song. And it's that I become a flourishing olive tree in the house of God because I trust in him. And so as you're reading these Psalms today, like think back over experiences that you've had. Is God your helper? Is he the sustainer of your life? Absolutely. And I know that he has to repay Um, The enemy has to repay me for what he has done. The enemy has to repay me. And so I know that God listens to our prayer. He listens to our heart. And I just wanted to encourage you guys with that today as you're going through um, the one day legacy and as you're writing out what is the prayer, what is the relationship and the whole way through so far, I, I just keep saying he's my leader. I trust him. I trust his leadership, his attribute of mercy. Wow, his attribute of mercy, there's nothing else like it. And what does he want me to say yes to? He wants me to say yes to, I will walk in forgiveness. I will walk humbly before him. And so that's my prayer for you guys today, that you will say yes, that I will walk humbly before you. I will um, let you create a clean heart in me. And, you know, I'm just praying that as I shared that story with you guys, it's not just a cool thing you pass along to everybody else, but it's because there's a point because Jesus is worth that. He is worth casting my cares upon because he cares for us. And um, I can trust him forever. I can praise him forever. And my hope is in him forever and ever. And so uh, I want you guys to just concentrate on that today. Ask him when you're asking him for a clean heart and a new heart, he's going to do that. It's just not going to be how you thought, but then he restores you and he sustains you. Right. And so brokenness precedes the blessing. And so as you're walking through areas where there's brokenness happening, know that it's for a blessing that is coming. So guys, I'm just praying for you today that as you are, God is there walking, 
um, in a manner worthy of you. And as they are walking in a manner that where they're being purified and where my friends are crying out for clean hearts, um, Lord, that your mercy is so deep and your, our trust in you is so profound that we, we don't have to worry. We don't have to fret over what's happening. We can just know that we know that we know that you purify us and you wash us. And that as we cast our cares on you, you sustain us and that you never allow the righteous to be shaken. So father, I thank you that you never allow us to be shaken, but you, um, we can trust in you and we can rely on you. So, because you don't change, you don't change God. You've never changed from day one, from in the beginning, God created, you've never changed. And so we thank you for that guys. I just, I'm so honored uh, that you let me share my story. One of my stories with you today. And um, yeah, send me a note, send me an email or a text that uh, this, this podcast is ministering to you. I just want to know that God is doing something in your life. It really excites me to hear what God is doing in you. All right. So I will talk to you soon. Have a wonderful day.